Hey, yo, is this thing on? All right, it's Rutherford. This is SMH, the Student Motivation Hints podcast, where we are shaking our heads, thinking about things in a different way, understanding mindsets, motivation, mindfulness, meditations, and the skills necessary for success. As a high school teacher for a decade in Tucson, Arizona, I have become obsessed with the mechanics of success, and it is my mission right now to figure out how to help people be successful, motivated in school, life. And um, I interview kids, I interview teachers, I interview myself and use this podcast as a journal of reflections and, and ideas where I am just trying to figure it out. So I appreciate you joining me and uh, enjoy the episode. You can follow me on Instagram, Rutherford underscore Sawara, where I post uh, motivational things and, and, and different ideas and um, share with anybody that uh, you find might benefit from this information so I can uh, grow the community. What is meditation? I had a um, couple of kids in fifth period ask me this, and so I'm going to change the tone a little bit and give you guys at least understanding of the neurological basis and the practical basis behind meditation. Um, admittedly, I am not a, a meditation master, and everybody who uh, does meditate will tell you they're not a meditation master either, but I really mean it. I am not a, uh, I'm not a Zen master. I'm not a certified Buddhist, but I am on the journey and I've been on the journey for a bit. And I have done a lot of research as, um, you know, a biologist and a scientist and evolutionary psych, you know, scientist, um, to understanding what actually happens in your brain and, um, how meditation works. So let's just start with the basics. Meditation is, um, can be done in a variety of different ways, but essentially what it is, is focusing your brain on the present. Now, mindfulness meditation is focusing your brain on something specific, like typically your breath. So you focus all of your attention on your breathing, your inhales, your exhales, and this, of course, grounds you in the present, like the basics of meditation um, are just being in the present and completely absorbed with everything that is occurring right here and right now. These are the real things that you are sensing and you are feeling. And the mindfulness aspect of it, a mindfulness meditation, perhaps you could focus on your your breathing, the sounds of your breathing, the feeling and the temperature of your breathing. You can also focus on the feelings in your toes, your fingers, your elbows. Um, you can focus on the, the temperature, the, the feeling of your butt on the chair or the ground or your feet and your hands. Um, and typically this also, what this does is it tries to eliminate distracting thoughts that come into your brain. Um, and it doesn't always work. <laughs> the, the deal with meditation is that it is a practice, not perfect, like yoga or like anything in life. We have to work on it. It's a journey. There is no like final destination. Uh, there is no end point um, for meditation. There is no certain amount of time that is better or worse. Um, 
every little bit counts, every little bit helps. And so let's just, uh, and what it does to your brain is it allows it to calm down and center itself and it increases your attention and prevents distractions from coming in and um, kind of running your brain. And the main point of meditation, as, as I've heard, is to recognize that there are multiple, uh, multiple selves, multiple parts of you, and you are reflecting and viewing one part of you with another part of you. So there's the part of you that recognizes that you are thinking thoughts, and then there's the part of you that's thinking. And then there are many other parts that um, get distracted or move around. There's, you know, you kind of got the angel and devil on your shoulder. You've got distracting thoughts. You've got negative thoughts. You've got positive thoughts. Um, and when you meditate, the idea is to pay attention to something so simple as your breathing and become so totally obsessed with the sensations happening in your body, the the smells, the the feeling, the rise and fall of your chest, and the breathing in your belly, um, the the feelings the tingling in your toes or fingers, or whether you are tight or whether your shoulders are just clenched or your forehead is clenched. Um, even as I'm talking about this, you're probably starting to notice this stuff. And as you notice this stuff, what you're doing is you're grounding yourself in reality and in the present. And in the present, the reality is you are experiencing certain things, real senses like your five senses. And if you become completely absorbed in that, what it allows you to do is forget all of these random thoughts that are coming arising within your mind or perhaps being influenced by something that happened in the past or something that happened in the future. You know, if you worry about the future, the type of anxiety, or you are depressed about stuff that happened in the past, or you are ruminating or thinking about things that happened in the past, you are not rooted in reality and you forget what it feels like to breathe and be living in the present and be balanced and undistracted. So distractions usually pull you into the past or pull you back to the future. And the cool thing about breathing and focusing on your breath for meditation or focusing on all the senses and feelings you have, which you may have noticed is starting to happen since I've started this podcast, is that you forget about all of that other garbage that is not real. The past and the future are not actually real. We don't really know what's going to happen in the future. And our memories of the past are faulty and, and it's gone and it's done. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, yeah, you can reflect on your past and learn from it. And yes, you can plan for your future. You know, those are parts of being a human, right? But another part of being a human is just experiencing everything that is real right here, right now in the present. And when you choose to make that focus be about your breath, your inhales and your exhales, you remind yourself that you are in control and you are here in the present right now, just experiencing what you 
are in control of because your breath can happen in the background involuntarily if you don't pay attention to it. And you can be lost and confused and distracted and frustrated and emotional and reactionary and angry and depressed. But when you take back control of your breath and you take back control of your attention by just focusing on your breath and choosing to deep breathe super deep just through your nose, that's a big one, just through your nose, with your belly, not necessarily your chest or your shoulders, what it does is it reminds your brain that there is a certain type of control that you have over all aspects of your life. So how do you use this? You don't necessarily have to sit down and meditate in the dark with some, you know, spiritual music and, you know, put your, your thumbs and your middle fingers together and like Rafiki and the Lion King. That is a very traditional version of meditation, and it certainly works. It's certainly great. But if we're being honest, that's not what I do most of the time. Most of the time I'm meditating during and taking little breaks to kind of reconnect to my breath, and reconnect to the reality of the situation, to release the tension in my shoulders, my forehead, to take deep breaths and reconnect to the present to remind myself that I am in control of my reactions and my emotions. And it's not to say that I'm perfect because nobody is perfect at this. There is no end point, remember, to the idea of mindfulness or meditation, but it is a constant practice and is this lovely opportunity for you to regain control of your life just by simply focusing on your breathing and what is absolutely real. And it teaches you what things are stressing you out, what things are overwhelming you when you are um, reacting or emotional in a situation when you don't have to be because it allows those multiple selves to kind of look at each other and more curiously examine them and then carefully, gently pushing away negative emotions, negative thoughts, distracting thoughts, distracting emotions. And, um, and remind you what's, what's real, what's truly real right here. So how do you do this? How do you implement this in your life? If this is something you feel is beneficial, if you're still listening to the podcast, I assume that you want to know. <laughs> um, you can do it while you are walking. You can do it while you're sitting. You can listen to music. This can sometimes happen when you are drawing, when you are completely absorbed in a simple task. And you get lost in it. This is more traditionally called a flow state. And really strict meditation practitioners would say that that is not meditation. But for me, it serves the same purpose. When I am riding my bike or going on a long run or a walk, when I am gardening, I am completely absorbed in the present. I don't need to worry about the future or the past. I mean, Granted, a lot of times I am reflecting on those things and I am thinking about a lot of that, but then I try and take a deep breath and bring my attention and my thoughts back to what my legs are doing, what my arms are doing, what I am feeling with my breath, this deep, large, controlled belly breath without having my mouth open, just in and out through the nose. And um, it doesn't also have to be an exceptionally long amount of time. This can be, uh, you can find guided meditations on YouTube, you can find podcasts, you could 
Um, I, I did one. I will probably should do more. Uh, but you can just sit calmly, quietly, and just breathe and notice the thoughts that are going around through your mind and try and gently push them away or to try and gently refocus your attention onto your breath. You could do this for one minute. You could do it for 90 seconds. You could do it right before you go to bed. You could do it right when you wake up. Any sort of small, tiny habit that you establish at a specific time of day, um, you can do it right before you have dinner or have a different type of a meal. This is something that activates your parasympathetic nervous system and um, has been shown to rewire your brain in ways that I just talked about in another podcast that you can put yourself in a parasympathetic state. You can control the release of stressor hormones and activating hormones and your brain will, this serves the same sort of recovery, rejuvenation and repair mechanism that sleeping does. So certain types of very deep meditation and control can actually repair damage that's been done in your brain um, throughout the day and um, can cement memories and can, uh, yeah, there's just like outrageous effects. This has also been documented, shown in many studies, and there's so many, it's so incredible. But been obviously it's going to control your mood and anxiety and depression, a whole bunch of psychological stuff, but it also can have such a strong impact on your immune system. You know, if you're sick and um, then your immune system does not work well and then you are having a hard time breathing and a hard time staying focused and whatnot, these meditation has been shown to improve the function of your immune system because it lowers your stress. When you get stressed out, you're more likely to get sick because your body feels like you're in this fight or flight state. If you stay stressed for a long period of time, this chronic stress diverts attention away from your immune system and away from repair and recovery in the parasympathetic state. And so meditation can put you back in that repair and recovery, rest and digest state and allow your body to kind of recuperate and recover and repair. And then you have a stronger functioning immune system. So, uh, and not to mention more oxygen and, and calming belly breaths just through your nose. It sends signals to your brain that everything's okay. And when everything's okay, your body is able to function significantly better. So, um, yeah, I would try it during you can try on a walk, looking up a guided meditation, find some quiet place to sit, doing it in nature um, or at a park uh, outside, uh, you know, even with, with headphones now is really great because you can kind of tune out a lot of that outside noise. You can just listen to quiet music on YouTube. I look up meditation music um, all the time and there's so many different cool soundtracks and episodes and podcasts and sometimes they'll talk you through it kind of like how I've done now. Um, and they'll just tell you to, you know, think of your breath as the waves in the ocean. I used to do this with, um, with students uh, before the pandemic. We had multiple different meetings um, and uh, sat down and had guided meditations. And if you're interested in that, we can start it up. I would love to do it because it's uh, really beneficial. So um, that, I would say, try it. Start it. It's the, the greatest, most powerful thing that I have ever 
included in my life to make my life better. And um, I'm always looking for for things. So this this being the number one thing uh, for sure that I have ever found. So um, give it a shot. Give it a whirl. All right. That's our episode. Thank you for listening in. Hopefully you found that valuable and uh, applicable to your life. Uh, it's different for everybody, but I want you to shake your heads and the more that it causes you to think about your particular situation and specifics and how you can, how can you apply it to maintain your motivation and um, stay productive in this game called life and this job called being a student. Uh, because it's important. We need to we need to have a community here. And I'm building that community over on Instagram too, Rutherford underscore Saguaro. Follow me, find me in room 100, Saguaro High in Tucson. If you want to be interviewed yourself, I can pick your brain and, and see what works for you. Um, go back and check the archives. If you liked this and found it valuable, there's a lot of other episodes where this came from and um, they're not particularly specific to uh, any day or time and they might ring true and make more sense at, at different times in your life. And um, yeah, that's the whole point. So um, keep grinding, stay on it. And remember, this should feel good. This should be fun. Being productive, being positive, they all go hand in hand. And we just want to have better lives. We're accomplishing more. Thank you.